Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Mess? Mental, Emotional, Social Status of Life. And we have another special guest with us today, Mrs. Frida Mitchell. Welcome, Mrs. Mitchell. And if you want to let everyone know who you are and what you do. Hi, yes, again, my name is Frida Mitchell. I am a survivorship mentor, uh, which I uh, mentor cancer patients in unlocking their inner ability to achieve their tangible goals. And I am a cancer survivor as well. Oh, wow, awesome. We are about to have a great episode today, guys. So Mrs. Frida, could you tell everyone a little bit about what your mess was that you had to come out of? Well, I think um, I've had several of messes, okay? But uh, <laughs> the most, uh, the most, the biggest mess of my life was the, the cancer, uh, being diagnosed with cancer. That was a big, big mess. Um, so, that's my biggest mess, but I've had quite a few other messes. But that that um, becoming a cancer survivor and um, choosing to um, take those that bag of lemons and and make some very delicious lemonade with it um, has been my mess and 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 my greatest uh, achievement as well. Okay, so let's talk about. Um, the your surviving cancer. Uh, could you tell everyone how did that affect you mentally, and and what exactly like where was the cancer? It was um, stage two breast cancer, um, triple positive, um, HER two positive, progesterone positive, and estrogen positive. Um, yeah, that was the type of cancer that it was, and I was diagnosed with it in 2015, um, and I actually just lost my best friend of 46 years uh, three weeks ago, and one day today, I lost my best friend to cancer, so I'm just mad as hell at cancer, um, but uh, that's that's a big mess. That's a big mess right there. And so you found out in 2015 and you were already in stage two? Yes. So mentally, how did that affect your mindset when you found out? Um, I think it just added to um, added to trauma that, that I've already had, like I already had some childhood trauma. So just hearing those diagnoses was very, very depressing. Um, very um, confusing, very it just kind of felt like at the moment like a death sentence. But after you know going through it, I figured out that just you know technology has evolved so much in med in the medical industry have evolved so much that um, now when they say you you're you have a cancer that is not necessarily a, a death sentence. So um, just trying to maneuver through um, through the diagnosis and, and the treatment, which 
it took a little over a year out of my life of just, you know, having the treatments. Um, but um, it was the most blessed mess I've ever had. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. The most blessed mess. But in that moment, like you said, it was very depressing and it was, it, you know, added to all the other trauma that you've gone through in life emotionally how were you feeling how did you handle it emotionally at that moment um I think because I'm a pretty positive person you know anyway that I just chose to look at it from a, the, the positive you know perspective um but I certainly was very shaken, you know, by the diagnosis, very shaken, um, scared. I was afraid. I was nervous. Um, I didn't know, you know, what to expect. I didn't know um, how it was going to end. Um, so, yeah, it was very scary. I would say it was very scary. And, um, just very confused. It was a very confused time of my life, very scary time of my life. And a very, um, I will say sad time of my life, uh, especially for my, my family, my children. I'm a, a, a mother of three boys and a grandmother of five boys. So it, it definitely put some, some worry on them, you know. And that and I was about to ask I was just about to ask you how did that affect you socially because you have kids and grandkids and so once you heard the diagnosis how did that affect you socially with like your family and friends it affected me a great deal because on up until that point I had been uh, what people would say like the glue to hold the family together so um I was that person that did everything for the family and you know, I held all the, uh, I hosted all the Christmas events and holiday events and Thanksgiving events and Easter events, you know, I was the host and I was the one that made it happen. And um, I will say from that time into this to now, I have not hosted another um, Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so I guess it, it, it affected me a great deal because certainly things changed then where um, my daughter-in-law started taking over and said, you know, mom, we're going to do the Christmas dinner or we're going to do the Thanksgiving dinner. And so kind of hand the, the baton down to the younger generation and uh, which is, you know, which was a good thing, which was a good thing. Um, but it certainly, you know, it was. It's different, and I'm really ready to get back in there and, and start hosting again. So, yeah. So you will, like, next year, this year's going to be your year. You're going to be back hosting. I could tell because you said, you know, you had, you, it's like it clicked. You're like, I haven't done it since then. Wait a minute. So that was the next question I was going to say. Your status of living. So you, you got the diagnosis. You're having to you know, change a lot of the things that you were doing in life. How did that affect you and your status of life? Mm, it affected me a great deal because I just 
I was so confused and so it's such at a, at a bad place where I was like, I don't know whether to go left. I don't know whether to go right. I don't know which way to go. I don't know whether to stand still. Like, and then just being that energetic person that's used to doing these things and used to doing this and doing that. And then when your body is saying, mm, I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm like, come on, body, work with me, work with me. But, you know, things change. And um, sometimes um, in, in uh, being a cancer survivor and going through the treatments and whatnot, things don't always go back to being the, the way that they were before the diagnosis because, you know, after the treatment, you can be, you know, bombarded with a lot of side effects from the treatments and and different things of that nature. So it 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 did affect me a great deal. I can imagine. Now, of course it affected you mentally, emotionally, socially, and your status of life. Now, how did you come out of the situation? Because like you said, you, you know, the energy wasn't there, your body wasn't cooperating all the time. How did you get through your mess? Well, um, first thing I did was got me a therapist <laughs> and that helped. Um, but just um, being open to new ways of being um, and um, just uh, looking into like, what are my options and what is it? Okay, maybe I can't do the things that I used to do. But what is it that I can do differently now that I've never done before, right? So it's always um, different ways of looking at things. And I realized at that time that, um, I don't know, I'll just speak for myself that my life, you know, I, ha I haven't had a whole bunch to do with the reason why I exist. So I thought, you know, uh, so just learning to, to trust uh, trust the universe, trust God, and trust the process, and being open to new ways of being, and 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 just saying that okay, maybe if I can't do that, but now I can do this, you know, and just just redirecting myself and redirecting my life in a better way, in a way that serves me better. That's good. Redirecting yourself and redirecting your life. That's awesome. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's someone out there listening that's actually going through the same situation or something similar, what advice would you give to the audience that may be going through the same thing? I would say um, therapists always help. You know, going to therapy always help. Always surround yourself with good, positive people. Um, being surrounded by positive people, positive energy will take you a long way. Also being open, uh, being open to receive uh, new ways of being, new ideas, new school of thoughts. Um, because there's a saying that if a person thinks that they know everything, then they truly know nothing at all. And if a person thinks that they know nothing at all, truly, they know everything because they are open to learn. So to just be open to learn um, 
setting boundaries is 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 very important. Um, it was very important for me to to establish um, new boundaries because I don't know. Just dealing with cancer is just so much. Um, you have to treat yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically um, to get better. You know. Um, so I've heard someone say a disease in the mind will create a disease in the body. Mm. So guard, guard, guard your thoughts. Um, guard, guard your thoughts with with everything, with every fiber of your being. You know, if it's a thought that don't serve you, please dismiss it. Replace it with something that will better serve you. Um, but um, setting boundaries and being true to who you are and um, living your best life and, and don't let anyone take that from you um, is, is my advice and those positive people and being open. Yes, and I like that. The disease in the mind can lead to a disease in the body. That's, I hadn't heard that one. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to ask one last question. Um, you were diagnosed in 2015. So how long did you, um, did you go through that particular mess before it was considered to be a survivor of cancer? Well, uh, five years uh, from 2015 to 2020, um, I took medication for cancer. Um, so after that, then after my five years, then I was released. So I was released in 2020. So I am a survivor and I'm encouraging all survivors to, to tap into their uh, inner ability to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. Like before I was diagnosed with cancer, I just existed. You know, I took life as it came, you know whatever, whatever it throw my way. Okay. I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. So I was just existing, but now I'm living. I'm being intentional about what I'm thinking. I'm being intentional about some of what I'm eating. Not all, not all, um, but I'm being intentional about, about my exercise, about my diet, about, um, about my mindset, mostly, most important. And um, now just addressing childhood traumas and triggers. And so I can just work my magic and just go through life and, and just be in the flow of things, you know? So, yeah. Yes. yes. So if someone out there wanted to follow you or is there anything that you have where people can, you know, come to you? Because I know you said um, you do mentorship. I do. I do. I, I, I work locally in, in my state um, at the cancer center um, and I, um, I'm a coach. So I coach um, cancer patients. So um, survivorship mentor is, is what I do. And so uh, I mentor cancer survivors and in, in helping them, you know, get actually what they do now is they pair me up with someone that has or had the same similar diagnosis that I had, and I walked them through their journey, and uh, which has been so rewarding for me, you know. And, and uh, if a person has been has been diagnosed with cancer, and, and then they start 
start to think, oh, gloom and doom. But then when you see somebody that's energetic, that's surviving and say, hey, I got this, I beat this, you can too. You know, it makes a world of a difference. It makes a world of a difference. Wow. The fact that you help those that are going through get through, I think that that is so awesome because I have, you know, I have friends that have um, gone through breast cancer um, and surviving. And then I have, you know, other friends that I know who have others. And you being a survivor mentor, that is awesome because they need someone that's going to help them stay positive as they go through their this, this that particular mess of their life. And the fact that you do that, I just thank you. That is much needed. And if there's anyone that is going through it, um, you have um, any social media that they may be able to follow or contact you at? Well, yes, you, you can follow me on uh, Facebook. Um, under Frida Mitchell. I have a website, Hidden Treasure Within, um, and it's www.hiddentreasurewithin, just like it's just, just like it's spelled just like you said. Um, and um, yeah, you can follow me on, on, on my social media. I have a TikTok page. I'm um, getting ready to start implementing some um, going into something different called grounding. So I'm be grounding in 2023. I'm grounding and pounding out information and pain uh, just by connecting to mother nature. So um, that's my new thing that I'm on right now. So I'll be setting up my website and, and um, inviting people to come ground with me um, and, and getting my place prepared for, for grounding. And uh, it's gonna be a wonderful, wonderful thing. And because our bodies is electric and I'm learning that uh, sometime all we need to do is just reconnect with mother nature, you know? Instead yeah. of having all the pills, popping all the pills, like we wanna eat what's good for us. We wanna drink what's good for us. Y'all, I've been buying high pH water and eating organic foods and, um, and sometimes all I need to do is just touch, touch the earth and let the earth touch me. And we become as one. And uh, it's a wonderful thing. And it, it, it um, regulates your nervous system and uh, thin your, your blood. And it's so many wonderful benefits in grounding. Um, so that's what I'll be working on this year. And, and I'll be using myself as a... a um, as a living sacrifice, put my put my uh, <laughs> put my uh, my medical history out there. The things that I've been diagnosed with, which was after I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, then I was diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia and and one a few other things. Um, but um, I'm stomping them all out, stomping them all out. And um, when I stomp them out, then I'll show you how to do the same thing. So we we can live a more healthier, productive life. And uh, 
and, and, and live in peace and harmony. And yeah. That sounds exciting. You said grounding and pounding. Yeah. Chronic sickness and diseases. Yes. 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 Let me know. Sign me up. I'm ready. Let's ground and pound. I, I just like the way that sounds. <laughs> yes. And, and really grounding is actually just walking on the earth barefooted. That's what grounding is. It's just walking on the earth barefooted. And uh, it has so many health health benefits to it that we would need, you can't begin to imagine how healthy it is to connect to the earth. Instead of putting the food in you from the earth, we just connect to the earth. And uh, wonderful, wonderful benefits of it. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that sounds like it. So as we close up, do you have any last words for the audience? Um, my last words for the audience is just for um, this year for me, um, I would just like to spread unconditional love and I would like for it to be more uh, infectious than COVID. So um, just just loving each other unconditionally and loving our Mother Earth and um, and respecting it. Unconditional yeah. love, yes, we need that more, a we lot do. more. We do, because well, they say love conquers all, you know. And so I'm I'm ready. I'm here to conquer. I came to conquer. Yes, and I like when you said more infections than COVID. Yeah, that's right, because COVID done been all over the world, right? Exactly. So, uh, let's spread that love. <laughs> let's spread that love just like COVID. <laughs> yeah. Great analogy. So, <laughs> as we wrap up, I first I want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for your time. I much appreciate it appreciate you for sharing your story and I know that your mess will be a message to someone else that is going through and facing the same situation thank you again thank you for having me thank you it's been a pleasure and as I like to leave you all every episode with these final words and this quote if you want to stay sad keep thinking about the past if you want to be anxious and worried, think about the future. But if you want to be happy, think about the present and what you have today and be grateful for those things that you have. This is Tracy D. Armstrong with What's Your Mess. Have a great day, y'all.